0: Welcome to Tabernacle of Praise, Church of God in Christ, where we believe in encouraging, empowering, and equipping people to live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us now as we enter into our worship experience. We pray that this service will be a blessing to you and your life. Jesus thank you we bless your name God we honor you we honor the presence of your Holy Spirit yes God thank you Lord Jesus my God hallelujah yes Lord hallelujah toward us for your mercy for your kindness toward us even when we went gone astray hallelujah you remain faithful for your goodness and your mercy toward us you didn't allow the devil to take us out your goodness and your mercy toward us Jesus hallelujah I'm just about there I think hallelujah the enemy is trying to vex my spirit and I sense hallelujah that he understands that we're getting ready to launch an offensive against him how many know we're in wartime now It might be visible in Ukraine and Russia. Hallelujah, glory to God, but there's something that's happening all over. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places in the spirit realm and so you got to learn how to walk in the spirit realm hallelujah i'm gonna ask you on this week i don't even know if i get finished preaching but on this week I'm, I'm, i change it i'm not gonna ask i am making a demand that if you're available on tuesday and friday at 12 o'clock if you can schedule your lunch I want, I, I know Sister Moore has already got the constant, constant contact information to you. You need to be present and helping to pray with us. Stop just letting everybody pray for you. Hallelujah. You need to be somewhere praying too. Whether you realize it or not, the enemy has already launched an attack against you. And if we're going to win, if we're going to be successful, we've got to take up the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, but are mighty through God. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, let me, let me get out of that. I don't feel like I have much voice. Can you give me a little bit more volume? I want to quickly direct your attention to the word of the Lord in the book of 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter. God read refresh my memory because I was praying about our theme now for the year. I know it's kind of started with the district meeting, but our theme for the year suggests that it's time to, to reboot, it's time to reset. We've been laying dormant for two, uh, two years. We've had a time to assess our situation come up with some sort of battle plan but our problem has been not that we didn't have a plan we just didn't have a team and we're in the process of of reassembling the team reassembling the army so that we can actually begin to do warfare effectively once again so would you go with me 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 Verses 1 through 7. When you have it say amen. It reads like this. Therefore seeing we have this ministry. As we have received mercy. We faint not. But we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. Not walking in craftiness. Nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is the image of God should shine unto them for we preach not ourselves but Jesus Christ the Lord ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake for God who commanded light To shine out of darkness has shined into our hearts to give light, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. I'm going to ask you to read verse 7 with me. Let's read. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency may be of God and not of us. Would you just turn to somebody that you believe that can agree with you and just say real loud with me. Teamwork. Teamwork. Working together together. to bring about change. change. Teamwork. You've heard it said teamwork makes the dream work. It can't just be two or three. That's not team when you look around this room. And so we solicit your attentiveness and your response on this morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we honor you and we thank you, Lord Jesus. That we serve a great God. God that can do anything but fail. God that has established us. That has given us, oh God, this ministry of reconciliation. God, we pray, oh God, that you would educate us cause us to see to understand what it is that we have what a precious commodity that you've invested in so many and cause us to understand that there's an expectation that you intend on receiving God a reward for the investment that you placed on the inside of us ask God that you would enable us to divest ourselves of self interest, of self centeredness, of pride and arrogance in the name of Jesus. God and humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God and ask that you would use us in this last hour to bring back, bring about an awesome change to advance the kingdom of God like never before. God we'll give you glory, we'll give you honor. We'll give you praise for it in Jesus' name. We pray. We say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And amen. You may be seated. As God was giving this word to me, I felt like a like a coach that had every every thought, every mindset of being on the winning team. And being on the winning team uh, brings about a great deal of excitement and expectancy because we are a part of the Joshua generation and the Joshua generation, they were accustomed to fighting and winning. And I just believe we're on a winning team. And what the enemy... Uh, I guess has decided to do, recognizing the excitement that I sensed as God was enabling me to to prepare this. Just kind of going through the sequence of of where we were and what we've come through and and where we're getting ready to go because of the in- excitement, the enemy began already to launch an attack. But I thank God that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And it may not come across the same way as I feel it on the inside, but I just believe that the spirit of God himself is certainly going to make the difference. Today is not just first Sunday, the first Sunday in March 2022. It is not only communion Sunday in which we will celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, remembering his triumphant victory over hell, death, and the grave. But today begins the launching of a reset, of a reboot of the ministry of the church. We have finally been given the signal to go ahead, to actually get back into the trenches again. How do I know that? Because on last Tuesday, Elder Brown, I watched, I watched Congress come together. I watched the whole hall there being filled with folk and they were not socially distant. I kept watching, they were in each other's face. No mask, shaking hands, hugging. And so that gave me the sense and the idea that it must be okay to actually get back to the real business of being in the church. (laughs) Not just having church, but actually be in the church. A time to shake off the cobwebs of inactivity. A time to call an end to being sidelined by a devastating pandemic. A time to once again put on the whole armor of God so that we might be able to stand against the wiles and the schemes of the enemy. Still believing that that the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Remembering what Isaiah said in Isaiah 43 when he says, remember not the former things. Hallelujah. Remember not the former things. We have a tendency to be able to put stuff Hallelujah, glory to God. Behind us, uh, one of the gospel artists says, uh, Hallelujah, glory to God, uh, that his real view can't compare to uh, what God has for him uh, in front of him. And so he says, Forget the former things, neither consider the things of old. Forget about the church of yesterday yesterday is gone hallelujah and God is not doing encores God is going on to new things forget when your what 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 salvation used to be like used to look like it's not going to look the same way when your relationship with God was all about you receiving hallelujah, all about you getting, all about you being puffed up, hallelujah, and thinking that God owed you something. This particular season that we're in right now, the role is going to be reversed, the tide is going to be turned, and you have got to get to the point to where you're going to be a giver and not a receiver. Hallelujah, that you're not just going to be putting on, putting on the, 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 the uniform just so that you can take a photo op. The Lord said uh, to me to tell you that he's not going back to those days. Behold, he says, I will do a new thing in you. Now and it shall spring forth suddenly and immediately and you need to know it. You can't be somewhere off, hallelujah, in la-la land when God is moving. God is getting ready to do something, and you need to know what he is doing. And I don't know if you've been paying attention or not, but there is no hint whatsoever that we're going back to yesterday. We're not going back to the familiar. We're not going back to what we used to do we're not going back to being sometime hallelujah and lukewarm hallelujah we're not going back to being lazadaisical we're not going back to being mediocre and the Lord told me to tell somebody that you can either put in the work and travel with the team or you can stay home and leave your jersey and your equipment in the locker room you won't be able to stay where you are if you're going to work and you're going to travel with God because God's saying, hallelujah, the days are getting evil. I am soon to come. I am going to be on the move and you're going to have to be in the isness of God. You can't be where God was. You can't be looking back over yesterday. You've got to stay on the move with God and when God goes here, you've got to be where he is. God is gathering the troops, those that share a common vision of defeating this awful enemy that we're, that's come against us, who has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy the spiritual blessings that God has lavished upon each and every one of us. And our task has to be to defeat this formidable foe by working together by joining our forces hallelujah by 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 sharing a common vision and a common goal and a common purpose of taking the gospel of jesus christ to the entire world i can already tell who's with me there was only about three people that said amen you just want to keep doing what you've been doing. Hallelujah. Reaping the benefits, but not doing anything to demonstrate really how much you appreciate God. But I've been praying. I've been praying and asking God, hallelujah, to show me your glory. I got in a Moses-type situation where, where I thank you, Lord, for, for the benefits, and I thank you for touching me, and I thank you for healing me. I thank you for giving me this ministry. Lord, but I, at this particular stage of my life, I need to see your glory. I need to see, hallelujah, you demonstrate the raw, awesome power of who you are. I don't want to play church. I don't want to be a weekend warrior. I don't want to play Christianity. I need to see the power of Jesus Christ evidence in the church. Shake us up out of the stupor that we are in and give us to know that we are the children of God. I've been asking God, hallelujah, to give us faith. To believe, God, for more than just fishes and loaves. For more than just blessings that we heap upon ourselves. Hallelujah. More than just peace of mind. But God, we need to see miracles. We need to see signs and wonders. In the name of Jesus, you said in your word that these signs shall follow them that believe. I believe, God. I need to see the signs that go along with my belief. There are too many of us that have a form of godliness. I don't want a form. I don't want an imitation. I, I want the real thing. And I realize you can't get the real thing by shooting marbles. You can't get the real thing by eating up everything you see and it you, come your way. You can't, you can't get there by engaging in every other activity except for the things that glorify God. God. we want to see in this hour what Paul saw in his day what Jesus did in his day I don't want to keep rehearsing scriptures that I know and I don't ever see them Jesus said uh, these uh, the the, the things that you see me do uh, glory to God you shall do also the works that you see me engage in you're going to engage in them and greater works shall you do because I send you the Holy Ghost. Because I send you with power. Because I, end, I, I endue you with dudamus. hallelujah. How many got the Holy Ghost? Yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord, yes Lord. Yes, Lord. God fill me again. <laughs> Fill me to the point to where I really know that I have power. Fill me to the point to where I go into a place and the Spirit of God is there. The atmosphere has changed uh, simply because I walked in. If you did it for Peter, if you did it for Paul, uh, if you did it uh, for the disciples, do it for me. So today... I ask you to dream with me and pray with me and work with me. Toward the day when every man, every woman, every child, uh, hallelujah, in this particular area, in this particular community, Gloria will know the love of God that that this church has for each and every one of them, uh, hallelujah, so that our neighbors uh, will know, uh, hallelujah, that by these signs shall all men know that we are disciples uh, because we have love. For one another and love for God. We dream of the day when our faith will ring out to those who do not attend this church glory to God hallelujah that that will be commissioned we'll feel the unction the urge uh, to once again go into the highways into the hedges and compel men compel men compel don't be afraid Uh, compel them gods have not given you the spirit of fear I've not given you the spirit of timidity Uh, hallelujah I've given you the spirit of love uh, of power of concern of care in the name of Jesus and I hate to put anybody on blast, but I believe all of us need to do an assessment. If we got all this Jesus that we talk about, hallelujah, then why is there nobody following us? Hallelujah, how is it that we could be saved for 10 years, 15 years, and never draw anybody else, hallelujah, into the area, in the sphere, hallelujah, of, 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 of believing God the way that we do? Why do we still come to church day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, and never think it necessary to invite anybody else into our situation? I just want to tell you something, I don't know about you, but but for me, I'm not running a country club. I'll be teaching a lesson, you'll, you'll understand it, that there was a division even in the day of Paul, when Paul began to preach to the Gentile church and, and, and the Jews felt like, like, like the, the, the Gentiles were second, third class we're not doing classes all right, all right. hallelujah we, we're fishing with a wide net and we realize when you fish with a wide net you get all kind of stuff you get that that you were looking for and expecting and you get that that you weren't looking for and you still have to serve it God is needs to be worshipped people need to be loved fresh start second chances need to abound everywhere with everyone we can't look past anybody and people will know this because they will have heard what God has done and is doing in our own lives and so today I want to take the 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 dream a step farther I want to describe our mission and what we are attempting to do in the lives of men and women just so that you'll know the message to take with you when you leave this place on today. We want to certainly attract this just, I believe I speak for everybody, but when I look around the church, I have to be careful because half of the church is getting older. And there needs to be fresh there needs to be young or uh, there needs to be more creativity that continues to come into the church and so we have to be specific about what it is that we're we're going to do because we do not want our light to go dim and so uh our mission however it's not about numbers it's not about finance it's not about programs it's not about buildings And believe me, I'm a builder. All of these things are important to me. But it's not our mission. Individually, we are not about getting you to attend church more. Read your Bible more. Pray to the Lord more. Give more money. Love your neighbor more. Uh, Or even obey the Ten Commandments. Granted, each of these... Are quite important and hopefully desirable on your part, but they are, but, but, but our mission, it really lies elsewhere. Neither is our mission about getting people uh, baptized and becoming members of Tabernacle Praise Church. However, make no mistake about it. Baptism and membership are essential steps in God's scheme of things for every believer, but they are not our primary focus of our ministry. This is so important. Let me speak this more clearly. If you haven't been baptized as a believer, you should be. And God knows that if you are an attendee of this ministry, or even if you are a part of our online audience and you don't have a church home, we want to become a part of your Christian family. And you ought to do something about that. Because if you're going to be effective, I also believe that you need to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you're going to just get saved and die and go to heaven, you don't need the Holy Ghost. But if God is going to leave you around here and be an instrument that he might be able to use, you need to be endued with power from on high. But there is something that is even more basic to our mission and to our goal of which we are aiming. We say regularly However, for the life of me, I knew that the devil was up to something. When this morning, after the prayer, we didn't rehearse our mission statement. To evangelize the world, beginning with our community, to strategically advance the kingdom of God, to encourage, equip, and empower the people of God to live a victorious life, in Christ Jesus. In other words, to change the way that people think, to alter the way that they look at their world, their creator, their future, their fellow man, their fellow woman. And 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 to understand how important it is because he has given us this ministry because he has invested in us has placed all of these spiritual blessings on the inside of us glory to God those certainly that we don't deserve we need to certainly be considering how much we actually do for God because some people look at life from what I call uh, a secular or a carnal perspective or mindset And there's a tendency, if we're not careful, even for church people to do that. While others uh, have come to look uh, at the world in different ways, it's important for us to continue to look at the world through Jesus' eyes. In a secular world, life is divided into pockets. In a secular world, if God has a place at all, it's in a little separate pocket that has very little to do with the most influential things that happens in a person's life. A secular mindset person may believe in God, but mostly in a God who keeps his nose out of my business where I don't want it. A secular person may well, well believe in in going to church. But their perspective, while the Bible may be comforting, the Bible is never the author. It doesn't have authority. It's not authoritative. In a fully secularized world, things like loving, forgiving, serving others, make absolutely no sense at all. Morality is a take it or leave it proposition. In their mind, prayer is like wishful thinking. When secular people think about going to church, and they do, they do so for personal benefit, not necessarily to hear the voice of the living God through whatever vehicle God is choosing to use on that day to communicate his desires. They are not there so that God may touch their lives and for them to be conformed into the image of of their son, they just want something to make them feel good so that they can go back and continue to do whatever it was that they were doing. But our mission, our mission at top if you choose to accept is to transform secular thinking people into a community of contagious god-fearing spirit-filled christians people who are committed to not just naming the name jesus but actually following God with their whole heart. Let me explain from our Bible text today that Paul is sharing with the church at Corinth that the allure of of idol worship, the allure of money, the allure of power and pleasure It has the ability to blind the eyes of people to the glorious light of the gospel. And they will never be able to understand or see what it is unless somebody like you and me come alongside them and begin to explain to them, uh, hallelujah, the glorious mysteries of the Lord Jesus. But you've got to know what the glorious mysteries are. So let me just pause for a moment and invite you into Tuesday night Bible study at 6. Turn off whatever else you're doing. Come get the coffee next Sunday at 845 and let's chop up the word of God. Set your alarm clock if you have to. I know you're only addicted to two hours of church on Sunday. But pray and ask God, hallelujah, that let me fall in love with God. Let me fall in love with the church. Hallelujah. Let me fall in love with scripture that says study to show myself approved under God. A workman that need not be ashamed, having the ability to rightly divide the word of truth. Let's fall back in love with God again. Let's fall, let's seek his face more than we seek his hands hallelujah because when you seek his face wherever his face is directed his favor automatically flows and so you don't have to worry whether or not god is going to bless you if you've got his attention hallelujah blessing is coming your way oh i felt something right there i just started feeling better right then hallelujah glory to the name of the lord um Paul uses a prophetic way of, of talking which carries with it a deeper meaning than what we see at face value when we begin to read it. He is seeing, he is saying something in hopes that we would spiritually be able to discern what he would, that he is saying, glory to God, because what he is saying to the Christians there at Corinth is more than actually meets the eye. Is to, to, to see Uh, means more than just being able to catch rays against the retina uh, of the eyeballs that you that you have in your eyes when when we begin to speak of seeing, it often means to be able to understand more clearly you understand the phrase you see what i mean It doesn't imply that you have witnessed something that I was talking about. It much more uh, 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 denotes the fact that you actually saw or you listened or you heard, you grasped what it was that I was trying to say to you. And we all have been guilty of watching something or listening to someone without really paying attention. You know, we do it with sounds all the time. We hear without really listening. We can tune out background noise, if you're a mom, in order to hear what we want to hear. Mothers can hear a baby's cry in the night, but may not necessarily be able to hear the train two blocks away. Husbands can hear an unusual rattle, in the motor of the family car. But on any given afternoon during football season, they will not be able to hear their wife calling them because they're in Seeing and hearing are very much a matter of focus. And so Paul knows that the people to which he is writing because he's in prison, they can see. After all, he fully expects that when he writes them a letter that they will actually read it. And once they read it, they'll respond in kind. But he wants them to see at another level. He wants them to focus in on another way, apart, hallelujah, that they have never focused in on before because for the most part they have just been in this thing for the fishes and the loaves. They have uh, expressed a certain amount of carnality of which they were familiar but they had not yet begun to want to climb and desire to know God in another way. And so Jesus taught the same thing in his warning uh, in, 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 in Matthew chapter six with regards to the Sermon of the Mount. He says, "The eye is the lamp of the body. If the eyes are good, the whole body will be full of light. But if the eyes are bad, the whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, then how great? is that darkness. In in that context, Jesus is pointing out the danger of men focusing in on the carnal rather than the spiritual. Focusing in on pleasures much more than responsibilities and once a person begins to travel down that path his or her perspective becomes distorted so that everything that they see they begin to see it through the lens of green lens of greed lens of self-gratification and that's all that they see they can no longer notice the other colors of life Because all they want to see is what it is, that how it is that I am going to be benefited. Do you understand that it is possible to look at life from a different standpoint of view? We most often talk about it in terms of attitude and motivation, in the terms of values and priorities. And so Paul's concern here as he writes to the church at Corinth is that we learn to see actually with our hearts much more than with our eyes from which we will gain a totally different perspective. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul writes this, So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ this way, we do so no longer. And then he goes into the part of which we're familiar. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. And so the point of Paul's teaching, preaching is Christ and not he himself When we witness, we don't tell people about us. When we witness, we tell people about Christ. If we say anything about us, hallelujah, we tell people about what Christ has done for us. We don't talk about us. We talk about him about his abilities, about his accomplishments. The supremely valuable message of salvation in Christ Jesus, hallelujah, we tell them that it it has entrusted, it has captured our hearts. And now we have no need to fail because we are supported by the power of almighty God. And we praise God that even in fact, Hallelujah! That we might seem on the outside to be fallible, Hallelujah! Although our outward man is perishing every day, our inside man uh, is being renewed, uh, Hallelujah! Is being uh, being furnished every day, and so Paul's focus was not on the perishable container, but the priceless content that was on the inside hallelujah the precious cargo that was on the inside hallelujah glory to god that that the 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 priceless deposit that god has placed on the inside of each and every one of us and though we are weak hallelujah god has chosen to use our weakness hallelujah and put his authority down on the inside of us uh, and put the good news in our hearts and then give us the power to do his work hallelujah knowing that the power is not ours Hallelujah! And knowing that the power is not ours, uh, it keeps us from becoming prideful. Uh, it keeps us from becoming arrogant. Uh, and it causes us, hallelujah, to work as a team. Uh, it causes us to want to come together, uh, to realize if that one can put a thousand, uh, then two uh, can do 10,000, that we are much better together when we're working as a team. When we are motivated, hallelujah, by, by the accomplishments uh, of God uh, uh, using uh, earthen vessels, uh, glory to God, that really don't deserve to be in the position that we're in. But God is using us and getting the glory out of our lives when we recognize that and realize that it, it, it motivates us to want to do even more for God. And as a good coach, my job is to remind the team that it is our responsibility to let people know God, see God in everything that we do hallelujah even on our bad days we need glory to god to show that the excellency of the power of god it's not us at all but even on our bad days we still have the ability to lift up our hands and give god the glory on a bad day we still say there is nothing that can separate me from the love of god which is in christ jesus And so I thank God today for his mercy toward us. I thank God for his mercy toward us. I thank God for his loving kindness toward us. I thank God for his faithfulness toward us. I thank God for his love toward us and it's all of those things i believe uh, glory to god uh, hallelujah that keep us strong uh, that keep us vibrant uh, that enables us to bounce back uh, that causes us to be be resilient because the best of men would faint and quit throw in the towel if they had not received the mercy of almighty god and it's that mercy that helps us out day by day hallelujah glory to God it's that mercy uh, that that keeps us uh, hallelujah crying out to God uh, and asking the Lord take me higher uh, take me farther do more through me and with me it is that mercy that helps us to keep going Hallelujah, that has been our sustainer up to now. It is that mercy that we can rely on. Hallelujah, that will set us up all the way until the end of this age. When people consider the greatness of the calling of God that is on our lives, when you yourself realize the greatness of, of the call upon your life. The Bible says in John that you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. God could have chosen anybody, but he chose you. And he didn't choose you, hallelujah, just so that you could sit there. He didn't choose you just so that you could be content, just so that you could be pretty. But God chose us and called us and gave us this ministry somebody say ministry he gave us this ministry and told us to go into the highways into the hedges told us to go as a team elder brown don't go by yourself go as a team go as an army hallelujah when folks see an army coming it gets their attention when people know hallelujah that i've got support behind me and share the great gospel message of hope to the lost to the blind hallelujah to a dying world glory to god that so that so that we may well turn from 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 just being believers To be in somebody that really is equipped. That have taken up and put on the whole armor of God. To go into battle. If you're not going to do it, you may as well turn in your your Christian credentials. If you're not going to do it, you may as well go somewhere and go to bed. Mind a farm. Play PlayStation. Some other activity. But if you're going to be a child of God, you've got to understand what you have signed up for. Yeah. Hallelujah. What your responsibility back to the Lord is yeah. and how he's empowered you and equipped you to do this great work. You just yell over to somebody and tell them the days of playing church. is play over. over. God's brought us through a pandemic. Hallelujah. Millions didn't make it, but you're still here. There's a reason that you're still here. Hallelujah. And we have to return to God by serving him in sincerity and in uprightness so that we might ultimately remain in right standing with God. We were talking about it in Sunday school. And there's so many of us that enjoy the favors of God. And we keep taking advantage of God's favors because God is faithful. He promised he would be faithful. But the thing that I've learned about God is that you can't abuse him. If you start taking unfair advantage, God will withdraw his hand. Somebody knows what I'm talking about already. But the word of the Lord says we have this earthen, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And we need to get out of just being to ourselves and get into a dying world. A world, by the way, that's fading away. And most of us know it. The enemy wants to keep men and women in the state of ignorance and when he can't when he can't thwart the gospel from going out into the world then he does everything he possibly can to keep people from receiving the gospel and we're thinking that the gospel is just going out and everybody is getting it and so we don't have to do anything but just have church that's not true hallelujah the the enemy hallelujah is is the prince of the power of the air and he has a way even when we're preaching right now of distorting it in such a way until some people when they hear it they don't fully grasp the very truth of God's word so then it takes people like you and me that have to be a part of the backup and the reinforcement to actually go hallelujah to somebody and say the Lord loves you and he wants to be your Lord and personal savior there's a lot of folks that don't know how to be saved but Romans 10 and 9 says if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. Because we can't take for granted that they're getting it. We have a charge as a church to take the message of hope everywhere. Stop expecting somebody else to do what God has already commissioned us to do. He commissioned us to do this before we had the internet before we had television before we had radio he knew we were going to have all those things glory to God they were only supposed to be a support they were not supposed to take your place wow. you we need to get to the point to where we start bragging on God again I'm getting ready to get out of your way I know you got other stuff to do but we need to get to the point to where we start bragging on God, bragging on our deliverance, rehearsing our, our pilgrimage to somebody so they'll know that if God did it for me, then he'll do it for you. Hallelujah. To take this the thing, to call the gospel, to take it seriously. This grace, this treasure that we have on the inside of us, take it seriously. God could have sent angels to make known the glorious doctrine of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or he could have used some of our more prolific orators if he wanted to and, and would not necessarily have to use any of the rest of us. But, but, but people are hearing all of that. God has chosen the more humble, the seemingly weaker vessels that his power may be more glorified in upholding those that we would share the gospel with, that we would disciple, that we would mentor so that they would gain a sense of the love of God that he has for each and every one of them. In my closing, I want to establish a network of people that are willing to work together to bring about change, change in families, change in the workplace, change in neighborhoods, of coming together in faith and power to see the glory of the Lord evidenced in the lives of everyone that would believe. Understanding that our mission is so significant and important to the advancing of the ki- of the kingdom of God until we are inspired until we are urged every day when we get up every morning that we get up with purpose that our purpose is to win souls our purpose is not to make money hallelujah God can bless us with money anytime god's got resources that we don't know anything about money is not an object for him the reason that you're on that job is not to make money money is a byproduct of the real reason that you're there you're there to be a minister of the gospel of jesus christ so let's get out there let's win some souls would you stand all over the building want to pray. And I realize that I probably need to be able to preach this message to you for like the next 28 times. Because it takes that long for us to change behavior. So go on the internet and get it and keep playing it over and over over and over until you can't stand to hear my voice or see my face and hopefully by then you'll get that in your spirit you'll understand the real purpose for which you've been saved with bowed heads Heavenly Father we honor you thank you Lord Jesus for God the privilege of being able to share the gospel the message of hope God to be able to share with us from time to time what our real responsibility is Our responsibility, oh God, is not just to come and have a great time in the Lord. That's all well and good, God, but we need to leave here, God, with a deposit, with a charge, understanding continuously the mission that you've given to the church, the charge that you've given to every saint. Lord, we pray, oh God, that we would accept this. That we receive it into our hearts. God, that we would respond to you in such a powerful way that we're constrained by such a great gospel. We're constrained by the treasure that's down on the inside of us. God, to share this glorious gospel with people that have never heard. Now, God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for the favor. We thank you for mercy. We thank you, Lord, because you love us enough, God, to continue to bless us, even in spite of the times, oh God, when we're not on our post the way that we should be. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to remind us, and we know that you're going to make a way for us. You said in your word, oh God, those that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. God, we're expecting great things out of us. We're expecting that you'll flow through us in such a powerful way that men and women would come crying, what must I do to be saved? So we ask, Lord, that you continue to look favorably upon each and every one. Cause, oh God, your grace and your mercy to be extended to us. God, more than anything else, Your power, and we'll give You glory. We'll give Your name the honor, the praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. We say, "Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord." Come on, somebody that's not mad at God, but appreciates God. Just put your hands together. Hallelujah! Just come on, tell God, "Thank You. Thank You for using me. Thank You for this deposit." Thank you, Lord, for this treasure in earthen vessels. Thank you that you've given me the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Would you be seated? We're going to go very quickly into our communion celebration. Thank you for listening today. If you want to learn more info about our church, visit us on our website at www.topchurchlv.com. We hope this message encouraged you to know you can live victoriously through Jesus Christ. Join us next week for another sermon to uplift your spirit.